Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. What is going on, agency owners? Today, we got Priscilla Cornwell, founder of The Luxurious Method. And by the way, she's a fucking savage. This girl did $800,000 in business revenue in her first fucking year of business. She scaled from launch to 15 employees in a year. Priscilla, what the fuck is good? How are you? These numbers are (laughs) insane. Insane for t- your first 12 months. How long have you been in business now? Like what month of business are you up to right now? Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind. So we opened technically our first launch. Hard launch was January of 2021. So we're really only a year and I guess five months now that we're May into business fully. Good for you. So for everyone Thank listening, you. we now have them hooked. Who's Priscilla? What's the luxurious method? What do you guys offer? What do we need to know? Yeah, totally. So I'm Priscilla. As we kind of talked about, I'm the founder, in case you missed the first half of the podcast. And basically, the Luxurious Method is a digital marketing consulting agency. We work on all things kind of digital marketing and help enterprise level clients scale their social media, search engine optimization, paid search, et cetera, et cetera. So we're actually going to throw a hook here. We're talking about self-care on this call. We're not talking about scaling, which for some people might be like, but Jordan, like talk to me about scaling. And here's the thing that I, I've been tweeting more about this, but so we're about to hit our first million dollar ARR month, the the, the magic 84K or 83.3K. The thing I tweet about a lot now though, is before I hit, even got here, I so intentionally invest into my mind my body and my spirit like across multiple verticals and because i took care of myself i invested in the human of jordan ross rather than the business professional it enabled me to have the capacity to scale and build something like a million dollar business which you know is pretty cool what does self-care mean to you how does it correlate to your fucking killer first year in business and where you're at today yeah totally so Self-care actually pushed me into starting this, which is a pretty cool story. You know, COVID happened, it was 2020, and I was stuck in that churn and burn, obvious advertising industry that we all have hit. You know, we've all done the 60-hour weeks. We've all done, you know, summer Fridays, but not really. You know, we're all kind of tempted <laughs> I've never by... done summer Fridays before I <laughs> became an entrepreneur. It was depressing. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I'll give you a summer Friday, though. <laughs> no, no, I'm an, I'll do whatever the fuck I want now. Cool. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, we all kind of just accept that it's going to happen. And when COVID hit and a lot of things started to change in my life, I was so unbelievably burnt out that I was like, there's just got to be a better way to do things. So I took all of my knowledge that I had and had been running an entire department of an agency out in New York. And I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do this myself kind of started from there. I focused a lot on what and why I wanted to do it. A lot of it was why, 
that's where the self-care really comes into play. I wanted to make sure that anyone I ever hired would never feel that churn and burn that I got stuck in for so many years ever again. Um, and that really was the propeller that helped us to scale so widely because we realized not only does taking our care of our employees increase production, I mean, wow, mind-blowing concept, right? But it also helped our clients increase their revenue because we were giving them that sanity that they needed to basically be like, oh my gosh, I can take a vacation now because you're taking care of everything and I don't have to worry about it. So the way I've been phrasing it for since I started the company was like, everyone jokes about needing a vacation, but it, like my goal of starting this was so people could go take a vacation. That really hits a chord in multiple places. I came from an Amazonian background. I ran fulfillment operations before I got into entrepreneurship and got into the digital marketing world. I had like two years where I fucking hated, not my life, but my work life. I fucking hate that shit. So that relates so much because, you know, I was only able to get through those churn and burn months by meditating, like working out, mm -hmm. eating healthy, getting my, you know, appropriate amount of sleep, like giving myself compassion and love. Like people don't talk about this shit and well, they do, but you know, like if you're in the right social circle, but like when you're an entrepreneur, yeah. a lot of it comes to, when it comes to growing an agency, the focus isn't really about that. The focus is like, let's hit a, a million as fast as fucking possible because that's what everyone on social is saying I should do. And my ego wants me to do it. And if I don't do it, my parents are going to think I'm a loser, but not really because that's just my ego telling me that, right? And it's a whole, and the mind goes crazy. The mind goes absolutely crazy. So I really love what you're saying for so many different reasons. What is your process for yourself first look like? And then I want to talk about your process for the agency. And then we'll correlate those to how that actually led to growth because yeah. I think we're the first person we need to take care of. If you don't put the mask on yourself, like the airplane analogy, and you put on the child or other people first, like you'll suffocate. So what's your process look like as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as someone who's clearly a conscious individual? Yeah, totally. So, and to be totally transparent about my process, it did take me a really long time, right? Like I'm a year and a half in and it really took me like a full year and it's still something I'm really learning every single day and practicing. I actually just came back from my first fully disconnected vacation yesterday. So <laughs> well, that was like my very first self-care vacation a year and a half into the company. First off, kudos to you. And second, Thank for you. everyone listening, I want to highlight when I ask, when I really ask people this question, like no one ever has it figured out. I have a routine that like, I pretty much do the same thing all the time, but it, it iterates and changes. And there's no such thing as being set in stone, right? So being a true student of success or self mastery, I really do believe you always have that beginner's mindset, right? Like I'm 18 months into yeah. this. I don't really have it figured out. Frick it, frickin humble right? Love it, Priscilla. But like, let's, let's break it down. Like, what is this actual process that you do? Totally. So first things first, I had to, the very first thing I did was I had to come to terms with the fact that by going into entrepreneurship, I had to accept the fact that you don't actually step away from the desk, right? Whether like it was me first starting on the dining room table in a studio apartment, or it's me now in my office at a desk, you really don't truly log off, right? As a business owner, you accept that responsibility that that's on you at the very highest level to come back online for emergencies and things that happen, right? But 
it's about accepting that and understanding that every time a ping or a notification, right, it's, it's not being afraid of the alarms. It's not being, you know, it's not shuddering when you get a Teams ping and hearing that Microsoft call come in, right? It's, it's understanding that not everything is going to be stressful about it. So it's kind of understanding that. And then it's also finding, you know, small self-care things that you can do to, throughout the day without knowing that you have to take a full hour or you have to, you know, oh my God, it's 5.01 and I didn't log off. I'm working late. You know, it's those very small little things that you can do. My process is, you know, I take five minute um, breaks. If I'm in back-to-back -back calls, you know, and I can't take self-care, I can't, I have to like go get a tea. Like I can't get up. My thing that I do is I have like a self-care toolkit that I keep in my oh, desk. Oh shit. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Sounds so yes. cool. It's fantastic. I highly recommend. I have, it's sensory things. So, you know, something taste, touch, feel, listen, et cetera. So listen, pop in my headphones, listen to like a really motivational song um, while I'm working on something that has to get done in a certain hour. That's my self-care or my favorite is I'll have um, like essential oil sprays. I'll spray them on my hand like five minutes. I'm like, huh, so much better. Five minutes go right into the next meeting. It's just that change of like scent or sensory that you only keep in your office only for self-care that really makes a difference. It teaches yourself that you're like, I don't have to go take an hour walk to disconnect. You can disconnect at any point in time. You're not stuck in work just because you're sitting in that chair. Hey, HDNers. We at How To Scale an Agency Podcast know it's not easy to build an agency. You have to work your ass off to close deals and work on building the pipeline, onboard clients and work on leads and deal with scope creep and contractors and team members and operations. And within all of that, it's so easy to lose sight of why you are trying to build the agency in the first place. And at Eight Figure Agency, we help agency owners get themselves out of the operations and out of the day-to-day -day management so they can focus exclusively on building their dream business. If this is something that you need help with, you need help getting out of the operations and you need help getting past the seven or multi seven figure level, go to eightfigureagency.co. That's the number eightfigureagency.co where you can work with me, Jordan Ross, on helping scale your agency to that next level. And at a very minimum, we'll give you a free agency audit to help you understand where you are missing the mark in your agency and business. Couldn't agree more. I took a 90 minute lunch today. Nice. Self-care, right? You know, there was a time and place where I would have never fucking done that because like put a lot of energy to getting to this place in my business. But one of the things that I, I found was I usually will at least Monday and Tuesday take a 90 minute lunch break in the sense that it's not actually a 90 minute lunch, but I have the space if I need it to fill it. I think I probably did in that those 90 minutes, 10 minutes of work. And I had to go run errands. I picked up something for my dog, picked up my dry clean for the wedding this weekend. I'm going to went on a run, made my lunch. Right. And then I probably completely clocked out and mentally and watched YouTube like basketball and Marvel stuff. Cause I'm a huge nerd. Right. And I think this is so critical, like productivity, you're able to increase your productivity when you fully detach. And for you, you have a self-care kit. That was so cool. For me, it's a little bit different, I think, for the listener, right? It's figuring out what works for you is so important. Like Priscilla, Jordan, everyone else has their own routine. You really need to lean into you. So Priscilla, I think this is some really good tips. How does this bleed into, maybe bleed's the wrong word, but how does this kind of go into the agency now? 
as a founder? How are you letting this establish like culture and like expectations around self-care? Totally. So one of culture is one of our most important things at the luxurist because we feel that our culture internally, then externally, you know, it goes on to clients as well. You know, how you're approaching your calls, your charge scale, like all of that. If you're focusing on you and your mental health, it's important to know that you want to give your clients that room to do that. So the very first thing I did when I started hiring people was going straight into culture. So we immediately took on benefits as soon as we financially could. You know, we have the unlimited time off. I feel like that's a new adopted policy a lot of newer companies are doing. But what we're doing a little differently in terms of culture that really pertains to self-care is actually enforcing it and using it as a measurement strategy for employee success. So we do have a culture team. And within that team, we have each manager track whether or not their employee is taking at least two hours worth of breaks per day. The employee gets to totally decide right? They totally get to decide if they want 25 minutes to just go for a walk. If they want to do maybe you know, they're going to take that one hour on Friday and leave at four o'clock. A lot of people, you do the four o'clock and leave early kind of thing. So it's totally up to them. We do check their calendars. We do make sure everyone's taking their breaks. And we also mandate that employees take off at least two working days every single quarter. Because even though, you know, like things can get busy or, you know, you may have just had like a week long vacation in the last quarter, it's still important to have that like one disconnect day, even if it's just a Friday before a weekend and it's totally random and you have no plans to do so and no purpose other than just be at home and disconnect. And we also monitor and track that for all of our employees as well, just to ensure they're doing that for themselves and their families. Oh my goodness. I'm pulling up my learning. I have basically my learning management system and then like some IT team expectations on one place and time off. <laughs> We're a team of three. I have my partner, who reports to me. And then I have our new team member, Justin, who started yesterday. And we kind of, between Zach and I, just kind of ad hoc, I'm taking off the 27th for a full month. So I'm definitely doing my full self-care. Zach takes off. I don't think Zach works more than a half a day Friday ever. He's usually at the office by 12. And then he takes off. I know he's taking off like two days next month or something. But the thing that I you're making me realize I don't have a process for Justin taking time off and that's super important. So guys, this is why surrounding yourself with other great entrepreneurs really makes sense. It really sounds like you have a good pulse on, on this. How do you think this is actually leading to the success of your agency? Cause I think a lot of people, especially like the cerebral entrepreneurs who are maybe highly skeptical and mm-hmm. Think everyone that gets on podcasts just spews bullshit, which you do not. You're fucking awesome. So that's not you. Oh, thank you. But these people are skeptical, so we need to talk to them. How does this correlate to growth, lifetime value, revenue, bottom line? Like, what's the correlation here? Totally. So I was very fortunate when starting that an influx of past referrals and word of mouth came in. So I actually ended up in a situation when where I started, I had more clients than people to help get the work done. So the first thing I needed was hands on deck. So the reason I've been able to scale so effectively is because I've proactively hired knowing that the work would come in. Um, I never let it get to a point where we were so strapped that we didn't have enough people to execute the work because that 
implement like that impact, sorry, the actual quality of the work, right? So as soon as I can get as many hands as I could, that's where the self-care came into play because we had no shortage of applicants that were absolutely fantastic. And we were so fortunate to interview. So having that ability to hire so quickly and rapidly within like two weeks times when we needed it really helped us to have the team and the scale to not only, you know, deliver when we needed to not only be proactive when the work was not yet there, but it was about to come in, but it also created so many unique expertises and minds and thoughts to early on in the very beginning stages, help grow and create workflows and processes and streams that I never would have been able to do with just myself and one other person back when I started in January. So it's really the, I attribute a lot of our success to the team that I had and that foundation in year one. That's great. It's, it reminds me of Simon Simic's Start With Why. And mm-hmm. it really sounds like, you know, that's touched every part of your business. When you think about lifetime value of your clients specifically, how do you think that's impacting it? Like the longevity of your relationships with them? It builds a deeper connection. I truly, you know how some agencies are like, we're partners. And I feel like everyone uses that like buzzword, like we're partners, right? We're not agencies, but we, we truly want to in, like we put ourselves into their companies. So when we're interacting with other clients, we're giving them that self-care experience by basically being their employees, right? We'll communicate with their teams. They know our names. I did a Halloween costume contest this past year for one of my clients. They were like, you want to join our team? Like things like that. Like they would not know the difference between us being an agency and us being their extended team or their extended employees. And it truly makes a really big difference just in terms of relationship, because we did not lose a single client in year one, um, racking it up at like 15 total um, to close out the year. So our lifetime value is extremely consistent. We've only ever lost, you know, one client since then due to internal changes and no really issues. So we're very fortunate in that sense, but it really does make a very personal difference when you're approaching relationships that way. Beautiful. I mean, Brazil, like it's such a unexpected turn of the conversation where self-care is the thing that has enabled you to build, you know, at least in your first one, a million, a nearly million dollar agency and Obviously, this is something super passionate and touches every part of your business and is clearly helping you recruit, keep talent, grow talent, scale business, get referrals, grow your business, keep your keep you sane, keep you happy, empower your team to really take the reins, enable you to take time off. Like the list goes on and on. So for everyone listening, what's the final word of advice? on how self-care really is a great investment and strategy to grow your business and where can they find you if they want to learn more totally so you're welcome to add me on linkedin or check our website out directly at theluxuriousmethod.com we're open books all of our team members love to talk to other people and connect and form a lot of networks so feel free to reach out to us I will say that you hit the nail on the head it really is the method behind the luxurious method Haha, <laughs> hence the name. Really, if I had to give like one final word that goes into just like all around, like, you know, focus on the what and the why and not the how, the last like word I would basically give that really enforces the self care is dazzle them with excellence and not bullshit. Ooh, fuck yeah. No bullshit. <laughs>
I love it. Awesome. Thank well, you. Priscilla, thank you so much for coming on. We'll see you soon. Cheers.